Matt, we use Anchor.fm for the Bill Simmons Podcast podcast. Anchor.fm allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And it's free. Anchor will not only let you record and edit, you can also distribute your podcast to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more through Anchor. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, which is handy for the Bill Simmons Podcast podcast. Anchor.fm has everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor.fm to get started. Matt, it's the weekly emergency Bill Simmons Podcast podcast. You're Matt. And you're Chris. Emergency. 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 It's the Bill Simmons Podcast podcast. (laughs) There were three podcasts last week, only one of which was an emergency Bill Simmons podcast, or as he likes to call them now, BS podcast. He somehow cannot remember that this is not the BS report. This is the Bill Simmons podcast. Instead, he repeatedly called it the BS podcast. Maybe that's like what they call it at the ringer colloquially because they have so many podcasts. They just refer to the main one as the BS podcast. Well, they should call it the BS pod. I agree. And then we could be the BS pod pod. Oh, I like that. The first was uh, Katie to Brooklyn, another Knicks failure. Uh, That was Joe House after the first day of free agency. The second was the Kawhi sweepstakes, which was entirely Ryan Rossillo. And the third, the emergency, included for the second time ever, but the second time as an emergency guy, uh, that guy from DAZN, Chris Mannix, <laughs> and then Mark Stein, both badly mic'd. <laughs> oh, Jesus. There before the grace of God go we on obvious we phone connections. Here we go. The first episode uh, with House was one hour, 42 minutes, and 50 seconds. Appropriate length. Yeah, I thought it was good. Although it was all House, wasn't it? Yeah. It's a true. lot of House. Yeah. Pearl Jam, one minute, 58 seconds. Thought that was good. Mm-hmm. What's that again? Mm. Matt already <laughs> believes my comment is delicious. Here are some other things Bill found delicious in the past week. Huh? Mm. As kind of the mm. spiritual. Mm. Mm. See what happens. Mm. For Marcus Morris. Mm. Where it, mm. I mean, mm. seeing how everything shook out. Team USA. Mm. Mm. Bill's new time zone naming system is to abbreviate it every single time. 908 ET. And it's not like he only ever does this, but he mostly does this. 411 ET. The free agency period began at 6 p.m. Eastern time. Which, which may is, have been Bill's idea. Yeah. There's almost no chance that it was, though, <laughs> because he would have told us yeah, if it absolutely. was his idea. Yeah. I mean, House says this was your idea. And I was there with some bigwig in the NBA and you when you told it to them. And then Bill almost like downplays it and says like, well, I did mention something, but I'm sure it's other people's idea, which in my mind means 100% it was not Bill's idea. Because what Bill is worried about is that if he says it's his idea, people who know will tell the world that he's a liar. If it had been his idea, we would have known about it the second it was announced. There would have been a tweet. So it started at 3 o'clock on the West Coast. Right. 6 o'clock on the East Coast. Or 6 o'clock Eastern Time. Or 6 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Bill, on the other hand, wants to refer to all time zones by only two letters. Check it out. 12.11 a.m. ET. It is now 12.17 a.m. ET. 9.08 p.m. ET. 6 p.m. ET. I would say like 3 p.m., 4 p.m. ET. He throws in every once in a while a spicy Eastern Time. It is 9.18 Eastern Time. 10.02 Eastern Time. 
But for the most part, it's E.T. He is consistently ignorant. <laughs> for instance, he also manages to mispronounce et cetera. <laughs> et cetera, et cetera. That's a common one. I hate that shit. <laughs> He's a pro in theory. And this is in part because my mother is a, an English teacher. At 31 minutes and five seconds, he says, if he doesn't get hurt, meaning KD, I think him and Kyrie end up on the Knicks. If he doesn't get hurt, I think him and Kyrie end up on the Knicks. It's minor. He does this shit with objective versus subjective all the time, and it gets on my god nerves. He's getting paid for this, Matt. He could get it right, or his editor could tell him how to get it right, or his Wait, producer, whoa, 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 or his whoa, engineer. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You think that Kyle knows the difference? <laughs> he has no clue. Although I think Kyle, Kyle would be like, the kind of go-to guy. How much guy. THC is in this vape? <laughs> was that a cool? <laughs> Definitely a Marlboro menthol. You can, t- you can tell by the smell. It smells a little brighter. <laughs> this, uh, what he's talking about uh, during this point where you get so annoyed with his grammar and yeah, just grammar. I, guess <laughs> I have no concern with his just ideas. Right. Just the specific words he chooses to relay them to us. But what you missed was the idea was dumb too. What happened here was House said he wanted to know from Bill, because he assumed Bill would know, what changed Durant's mind. The assumption is Durant wanted to go to the Knicks, Durant wanted to go to the Knicks, and suddenly at some point, not sure when, Durant decides he wants to go to the Nets. Yeah. House implies, I think he says, this happened after the Durant injury, after the Achilles thing. Bill gives a long answer that isn't (laughs) actually an answer. answer. It just says at the end, and then Durant changed his mind. Well, House didn't ask whether Durant changed his mind. He asked why he changed his mind. So House, as most of us would do, asked the question again. And as a listener, I said, thanks, House, because he didn't answer it. And I do want to know what the answer is. Bill then says, well, it was probably because of all that James Dolan stuff, which has nothing to do with the injury. (laughs) Jesus, don't these guys talk about this before they go on? Matt, we we don't really talk about this either. (laughs) We're not getting paid, Chris. (laughs) That's true. We are definitely 100% not getting paid. Speaking of getting paid, at 38.04, Bill is promoting the next rewatchables. Now, this is the rewatchables that featured Bill Hader. At 38.04, Bill says the next rewatchables will be No Country for Old Men. They are also the presenting sponsor of the rewatchables podcast, where we will be covering No Country for Old Men. 59 seconds later, at 39.03, Bill asks Kyle if he should announce what the next rewatchables will be. Should I just say what the movie is, Kyle? Please. Kyle pleads with him. He literally pleads with him by saying, please. Please. At which point he announces, he, Bill, announces it will be no country for old men. No country for old men. It's just... Which he just told us a fucking minute earlier. But the best part is, Kyle wasn't listening. Is it possible this is an edit error? Like, he actually said it after, but then Kyle f***ed it up? I mean, either way, somebody f***ed so it up. So if we're putting money on somebody f***ing <laughs> something up, I think Kyle is the odds-on favorite. Can you imagine what it's like, Matt, continuing the theme of grammar at 101.49? Bill says, regarding some other podcast on The Ringer about The Bachelor, her and Juliet are in mm. love with some guy. Did it again. Incorrect. Well, you said you did it again? Because you said, hmm? No, well... Actually, yes. This and is a also, double delicious from that episode. This is a, a brand new thing. We've <laughs> built it again ground. by like 13 or 14 million bucks. And it would be at 121.45. People are going to think I'm not down. <laughs> <laughs> at 129.21, Bill says him and Doncic are tight. He, him and uh, him and Doncic are tight. It sounds like he's going to say he and Doncic are tight. He, him in uh correct also speaking of correct it may be Doncic. i'm not sure yeah it's Doncic. yeah i'm not getting paid but at least i point out when i'm not sure 
At 132, Phil admits that he wants to keep in the Dragic stuff, meaning don't edit it out. I want to keep all the all the stuff we said about Dragic in the... Which is great because A, he could have edited out because the grammar is wrong. B, he recognizes that he can edit things out that are wrong. And C, it implies that he has edited things out in the past, but just decides not to on occasion. The question, Chris, that this begs, what's getting edited out? What is so bad <laughs> that they're catching it and then editing it out? Well, I think the things that are edited out are things that are content. I don't think they ever edit anything out that is a mistake. Right. There's one thing he could have edited out or changed, and that's his pronunciation at 139.40 of some guy named Jermarier Jones. <laughs> and you got some guy named Jermarier Jones. I think it's Jermario. Yeah. He seems to have problems adding R's to things. I could definitely see Bill's dad calling him Jermarier. Yeah. <laughs> The second, the Kawhi sweepstakes with Russillo was 159.38. A little long. Yeah, all Russillo. But Russillo does keep things moving briskly because he's not taking any shit. And it sounds like, Matt, this is going to be the last Russillo Simmons pod of the NBA season. Yes. I get the impression that Russillo's contract, or however we've talked about this in the past, whatever their agreement was, was just for the NBA season. So now Russillo goes back to being an ESPN employee or potentially hosting only dual threat on the Ringer oh, yeah, Podcast yeah, yeah. Network. Yeah. I think we're about to get a bunch of canned interviews. Yeah. Ugh. At zero seconds into the podcast, <laughs> Bill calls the Bill Simmons Podcast the BS Podcast. Today's episode of the BS Podcast. Yes. He also says, he's talking about their other podcast. He's yeah. like, what are yeah. some other podcasts we've done lately? <laughs> they have like 33. <laughs> I'm trying to think of some of the good ones we've had lately. Ow. One, it is your company, Bill. Yes. You should know. Two, prepare or if you're not prepared stop talking <laughs> look it up on your phone and then edit out the silence yes. we do that all the time matt at 139 he's not sure of one of the podcasts he's able to summon from memory is it the jj reddick podcast or the jj reddick show on the jj reddick show podcast and relies on kyle <laughs> to correctly uh, advise it is the jj reddick podcast jj reddick podcast or show? Reddick podcast. jj reddick podcast at 211 at 231 pearl jam Maybe a little late, but okay. Yeah, it's fine. We've gone much longer than that. At 8.25, Ryan points out. Took off with it, and then oh all of a sudden, gosh. we're going to watch TV here, too. Um, Sorry, I'm trying no, to turn no. it off. No, no, that's that's good. Bill's TV is playing in the background. <laughs> I think it came on, and then he tried to turn. This is another one. The TV came on because either Bill hit a button or somebody sat on it or whatever. Ryan notices it. Bill apologizes. Just take it out. Yeah. Just <laughs> You can seem like you're professional if you want to. <laughs> On the other hand, that would require you to not swallow directly into the microphone like Bill does at 10 minutes and 24 <laughs> seconds. I'd be shocked if you went there. It's 1044 right now. At 1215, Bill says, with regard to somebody understanding something, the light bulb has gone off. He's got it. Yeah. The light bulb has gone off. Yeah. What that suggests to me, Matt, is that if the light bulb has gone off, someone no longer understands the concept. Yes. If the light bulb had gone on, the idea would be illuminated yeah, and they would the, be able to see it. That's the correct use of the colloquialism. At thirteen sixteen, Bill comes up with a list. I'm just talking like about spacing where people stand. What, what I, I, to me. And I'm not a basketball professional. That's the same thing. I agree. He has a two item list that involves one single item. At sixteen fourteen, Bill decides to switch between singular and plural. If he can stay on the floor, which we think we can. At twenty one forty eight. Bill apparently has grocery shopping on his mind when he says this. But for the most part, they try to patch it together with the Jerebco types. He said cart. Cart, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At 2739, Bill Simmons swallows. What an amazing, what an amazing save. At 3430, Bill asks Ryan if he's ever been on Reddit. Ryan says no. Bill tells him 
you're not missing much. I've never been on a Reddit yeah, message. You're not missing much. And then goes on <laughs> for several minutes to expound on what he's learned from Reddit. Yes. Which actually sounds more like a commercial for Reddit than a criticism of it Reddit. It sounds like he used to lurk on the NBA subreddit a lot, but at some point gave up. At 4128, Bill Simmons swallows. And you could just overpower people. I think OKC is going to panic. At 5358, during an ad for Google Fi, Bill says one of his all-time pet peeves is when he's traveling internationally and he has to tell his cellular provider that. Like free international roaming. So you never have to worry about calling up your provider to let them know you'll be traveling. One of my all-time pet peeves, by the way. It's not a pet peeve I've ever experienced. Right. But to consider it one of my all-time pet peeves, <laughs> it would have to jump in front of people who say, et cetera. It would have to jump in front of people who say ET instead of Eastern time or PT instead of Pacific time. It would have to jump in front of people who swallow directly in front of the mic. And that's just my Bill Simmons related <laughs> pet peeves. He calls international cell travel issues one of his all time pet peeves. Isn't the problem with this that the fact that Bill travels internationally enough for this to be a problem means Bill's a rich man. Yes. And can travel internationally a bunch. Why doesn't he just get one of these plans where you don't have to tell him? Also, he's fucking rich. Yes. That's and he the could point. probably write off his cell communications <laughs> to his company anyway. An all time pet peeve. Fuck you, rich. At 102.31. Bill points out, Matt's eagerly nodding. <laughs> this is so meta. Bill talks about doing a podcast over the last five months. I think we've had fun doing these podcasts the last five months. And wonders if it would be as much fun if people were constantly analyzing them and picking apart every single piece of them. If people were constantly analyzing them and picking apart every single piece of them and pointing out all this stuff and getting you annoyed about things you didn't even know annoyed you about, it wouldn't be as much fun to do the podcast. We're here, Bill. Matt, do you feel like we just are not living up to expectations? There was a split second when I heard this where I was like, oh, shit, he knows about us. He's about to <laughs> shout us out. <laughs> Matt, clearly uh, destined for podcast greatness because of the size of his ego. They're talking about us, Chris. They're talking about... I mean, oh, it no, was like, us. it wasn't just that he said, oh, if there was a podcast that talked about... It was like... If there was a podcast that picked apart every tiny thing we do, it was like picking apart every single piece of them and pointing out all this stuff. Yes, go on. Yeah, <laughs> creeping. Chris and Matt are creeping. Here's what he says. I wrote this down. I think this is verbatim. If people were constantly analyzing them and picking apart every single piece of them and pointing out all this stuff. People were constantly analyzing them and picking apart every single piece of them and pointing out all this stuff. And getting you annoyed about things you didn't even know annoyed you about it. <laughs> what? And getting you annoyed about things you didn't even know annoyed you about. It wouldn't be as much fun to do the podcast. This is why I said it was so meta. Because <laughs> it was Bill talking about us, who he objectively doesn't know about. He has no idea who we are. Right. And is fucking it up. Yes. <laughs> it's yes. like when you look in one of those pictures where the guy is holding a picture of the picture and it just goes on forever. Yes. Ad infinitum. Yeah. And I still don't understand. <laughs> Annoyed you're about. What? I had to listen to it three times just to parse the syntax. At 104.10, E.T. It's now late afternoon, E.T. <laughs> At 105.26, Ryan says Eastern, but Bill corrects him by saying E.T. <laughs> Free agency technically started at 6 Eastern. Yeah, there was going to be a couple hours after that, right? It was like 4.45-ish right? ETL. At 105.40, Matt, Bill does something very near and dear to my heart. He goes through puberty. <laughs> I feel like Golden State always knew he was leaving this year. Yeah. It happens to me more than I'd like to admit. Yeah. At 107.19, Bill says Kevin Durant is really complicated and kind of sad in some degrees. 
kind of sad guy in some degrees. He may mean to some degree, but instead he says in some degrees. Now, I don't know if what he means is degrees Fahrenheit, meaning at some temperatures, Kevin Durant is kind of sad. Or maybe he means in some academic degrees. <laughs> maybe Kevin Durant is exceptionally talented in physics, but when it comes to art or math, he's kind of sad. That joke just doesn't work. <laughs> <That's not> good. <laughs> that stays, baby. I thought maybe we could use we've Kelvin in there instead of Fahrenheit. Yeah. At 111, there's an ad read for Woodstock 1999, which is the newest luminary, meaning paid, Ringer product. Bill promotes it by saying Woodstock 1999 was the end of an era in a lot of ways. It was really the end of an era in a lot of different ways. <laughs> Which ways? Maybe Woodstock 1969 was the end of an era in a lot of different ways. What eras ended in 1999? Was it something to do with Fred Durst the era of and Limp Biscuit? Successful music festivals? He talks about it like he knows what he's talking about, but in reality, he's just saying words. Yeah, platitudes. Yeah. At 120 35, Bill suggests a contract could have a no-trade clause. Oh, well, what if he said, I'll do four, but no-trade me? And Ryan, in response, wonders if the NBA collective bargaining agreement allows for a no-trade clause for someone who has only been in the league a certain amount of time. Wait, can you do that if you don't qualify for it, though? To which Bill, the trade machine guru, says this. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know the no-trade breaks. Yeah. Bill then, who has admitted <laughs> he does not know how this aspect of the CBA works, Wonders if you could do it with only five years. Or like five years, maybe? <laughs> Ryan again shoots him down. Just edit this out, dude. The only thing it does is make the listeners aware that you are ignorant on this point. Yes. At 133.25, Bill is saying this out there to all the media people out there. I'm saying this out there to all the media people out there. Well put. At 133.40... Bill wants to make sure people know they are not breaking revelations. You're not you're not breaking revelations here. It sounds actually like a semi-interesting Bible class. Yes. <laughs> breaking revelations hosted by Bill Simmons. Right after that, he says he has no ego. That's bullshit. I feel like I'm a four seed. You think you're clearly the four seed? But then comments <laughs> that maybe the people who think they have no ego are the ones who have the most ego. You just no, gave I it? I think I have an ego because I thought I didn't have an ego. So I probably maybe I'm the one seed. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Bill is saying that between him, Coward, Scott Van Pelt, and Ryan Russillo, yes. Bill should be the four seed. Yes. In egos. Which, by the way, is an insult to Russillo, who is in the room with him. <laughs> At 136, snort. Five minutes. <laughs> At 139, snort. At 140.44, Bill attempts to say the word consequential. Every other consequential free agent. At 142.25, an example of Bill not really listening to his guest because Russillo is making a point about Kyrie trying to get away from the Celtics. And he wants to know if it was in game two or game three of the Milwaukee series. And Bill says this. Was that game two or game three in the Milwaukee series? <laughs> it, might, it might have been at halftime. He's not listening to the whole <laughs> joke. He's answering yes to an or question. Yes. Bill had a joke and he was going to tell it. At 142.55, this is how Bill describes Vermont. So green and happy. It's pleasurable. And all the erections in the world died. <laughs> Please do not use the word pleasurable, Mr. Simmons. Pleasurable. Unless it's maybe in an ad for hair club. At 144.44, this is how Bill says the word Cleveland. 0 for 10 and 3 is in conference finals game 7 Cleveland. At 155.45, Bill Simmons snorts. People are going to think I'm not down. <laughs> In the emergency podcast. Emergency. Yeah, Bill wants to talk about the 
Kawhi and Paul George to the Clips. This emergency podcast, which is based on a transaction that occurred at 11 o'clock Pacific time, posted at 3.50 Pacific time the next day. He said Kyle had to be in at like nine. He wanted to see who he could get. He got Mannix. He probably thought maybe he could get Stein. Because, I mean, the default was, I presume, and I'm sorry, House, if you're not just Bill's bitch, but I assume that he could have just called House whenever. I would have rather had House. It would have been like, all right, House, you're going on. But he wanted some NBA reporters to talk about this. So he needed some time to get him on. According to the Ringer website, it dropped at 4.38 Eastern. That means that it would have dropped at 1.38 Pacific. So if he started with Kyle at 9 o'clock Pacific, and it's one hour and 43 minutes long, he's done by 11 o'clock Pacific, which means it took two hours for Kyle to edit it. It was Saturday. Uh, Also, right off the bat, Bill says, SeatGeek has all this and more. And then he says to Kyle, what do you think more is? I don't know, Bill, but you should probably give (laughs) the impression that you know about your advertisers. Yeah, SeatGeek probably (laughs) knows. Maybe ask them or just leave it out. Yes. That, of course, occurs after... Bill Calls, the Bill Simmons Podcast, the BS Podcast yes. again. Today's emergency BS Podcast. Two in a row. At 2.45 Pearl Jam. At 3.33 during a discussion of Four Shocks, which was almost funny sounding, but not quite, Bill Swallows. You're watching. I tried there explaining what Four Shocks are. I'd never heard of the word Four Shock or never really thought about it before. Just confusing. Then it's like, are we going to have a worse one? At 14.20, Bill Swallows. You know, moving to one of the other points I wanted to make. This is the biggest haul anyone's ever paid for a player. Now, they paid it for Paul George. It was really to get Paul George and Kawhi. And At 1707, for the first of two times in 30 seconds, Mannix talked about Oklahoma City having the Clippers over the barrel. Held them over the barrel on this one. Here's the other one. But Sam had these guys over the barrel. At 28-15... A discussion of what it would be like if you were very, very rich and had a specific place to drive your bike. To also get under the luxury tracks with a Westbrook trade, right? Right before this, Bill says that he has been hearing for months that Paul George was unhappy in Oklahoma City and that uh, he wanted out and that he was having buyer's remorse. Chris, have you ever heard Bill Simmons (laughs) say this before? Never. Right. There are two explanations here. Bill did hear this, but the source was so weak, or the sources were so few, that he just did not feel comfortable saying it on the air. I think that's unlikely. Bill would have blabbed. Yes. The other option, he is lying. He has never heard this before. Yes. But he wants to seem like he's in on the inside. Right. So that's the first part. Then he says this, describing the Paul George situation in Oklahoma City. It's like, quote, one of those honeymoons where you're in Vegas, and then you get married to the girl, and then two weeks later, you feel bad about it. It was almost like one of those honeymoons where you're in Vegas, you're with this girl, you're having a great time, and then it's like, hey, let's go get married. And then two weeks later, you're like, oh my God, what did I do? Chris, you're married, right? I am. Happily, I love my wife. She's great. Did you take your honeymoon before the wedding? I met my wife on a honeymoon. (laughs) That's one of the best places to meet women. You get married, (laughs) you go on a honeymoon, and then you meet your wife and marry her in Vegas. He had to say specifically, it's like one of those honeymoons because- Obviously, it's not like regular honeymoons. No. It's like one of those pre-wedding honeymoons. Maybe it's just like a polygamy-type honeymoon. <laughs> you go to that weird compound in Utah or Colorado. You get married. While you're on the honeymoon with that gal, you marry her 14-year-old daughter. <laughs> maybe marry Jesus. her spinster wife or her <laughs> I, spinster sister. I think that even in the weird polygamous communities, the sister wives would get mad if you didn't wait till after the honeymoon <laughs> to find a new wife. 
At 31.15, Bill is promoting Miller Lite, and he wants to find out during his Miller Lite ad read if there are any better arguments for Miller Lite, to which I posit, or as Bill would say, posture, this. Can I tell you about uh, Bud Light? They're keeping it real. From April 22nd of 2019. (laughs) Cheers to Bud Light! As always, whether you're drinking Bud Light or Miller Light, the Bill Simmons Podcast Podcast reminds you to drink responsibility. Reminding you to enjoy responsibility. <laughs> At 37.12, Mannix is irritated with the prospect of tampering. Do you have to have any kind of conversation again about player tampering? Like Now remember, Rusillo hates people bitching about tampering. And Bill agrees with Rusillo. Just not when he's talking to Mannix about it. At 40.35... My favorite quote of the entire week. There was there was nothing more to milk out of that cow. What I have to say in response is that is utterly on point. <laughs> Do cows ever run out of milk? Probably. Do cows ever run out of milk? <laughs> what if like what if the, the baby cow, the calf, is no longer like suckling? Okay, I guess. <laughs> while they're suckling, they continue to produce it, right? I think so. It's like man. a limitless supply. At forty nine thirty eight, after Bill promotes fi.google.com. Bill promotes this fi.jewishdelicacy.com. fi.kugel.com. At 56.38, during a professionally produced, professionally engineered, and professionally edited podcast, you hear this in the background. I have no idea how they're going to play together. I don't know who's going to be on the... At 1.14.01, during an ad read for our favorite home protection (laughs) product. It's simply safe. It is simply safe. Bill manages to draw a contract out into two separate words. They make it easy on you, no contract. At 117.44, this is how you say the sound a K make. To get Paul George to, out of nowhere, go to the Clippers. Uh, while Bill is uh, making that K sound, what he's talking about is his defense of Jalen Rose, who tweeted... Oh, this is the 1% yeah, defense? Yes, who tweeted... Kawhi... 99% chance, right? 99% chance that he's going to Toronto. Basically, that he... Uh, I think it was at Drake had offered him some stake in uh, some stake in his business, and uh, it was going to be a whole thing. 99%. Clearly, Jalen Rose was wrong. Yeah. I don't know who Jalen Rose's source was. But Jalen goes on Twitter almost immediately after the trade to or move to uh, the Clippers and says, I was wrong. I was dead wrong. Good yeah. for him. He admits it. Bill refuses to let Jalen admit he was wrong. He says that he was right. Jalen was right. Those are Bill's words. He was right. It's just that... The unthinkable happened. The, he said 99% chance. Guess what? The 1% chance was OKC getting the greatest trade haul in the history of the of the National Basketball Association. The 1%. That was the 1%. Happened. This is such horseshit. What happened here was Kawhi, this is what he was trying to do. He wanted to go to the Clippers. He held these other two teams to an extent hostage because they were good backup ideas in case the Clippers, which they almost didn't, couldn't get a big star. And at the end of the day... He pulled it off. He plays GM. He's able to convince Paul George to request a trade. There's no way that in the throes of that happening, there was ever a point where Kawhi was 99% going to Toronto and that it was only because of this miraculous trade that he went to the Clippers. Jalen was wrong. Jalen acknowledges he was wrong. Why can't Bill just let Jalen be wrong? Yeah. So then they talk about it and he asks Mark Stein, have you heard about the Paul George rumblings? The rumblings that uh, he wasn't that happy in OKC last couple months? Mark Stein says, no. No. <laughs> you know why, Bill? Because you're making that shit up. Yes. Mark Stein would clearly have known if yeah. there were these Paul George rumblings. He's not heard him. Bill moves right along. 
no reason to, at 137.39, as he puts it, look under the hood. They'll look under the hood for a couple months now and see what they have. <laughs> In fact, I think when he, when he asked the question, have you heard this? The way Mark Stein responds, it almost sounds like Mark Stein thinks Bill is being sarcastic. Because Bill says, have you heard these rumblings about Paul George? And he's like, no. Almost like Mark Stein is like, of course it's ridiculous for Oklahoma City now to say, oh, we had to do this because there were all these rumblings. Bill, though, as it's clear from previous episodes, is not asking it in that way. He is serious. At 134.42, he swallows. I guess. I can't think of anybody else. Everybody else has kind of picked their team. If you go through the top 10, 12 players in the league, especially if if Ben Simmons is going to get his extension. And to round out the episode from my perspective, Matt, the unthinkable, the most insulting, during an ad for Simply Safe, Bill Simmons swallows. Thanks to Simply Safe. Remember, you're better than this, Simply Safe. You're better than this. I'll buy you a corn dog, Simply Safe. I'll buy you a Sprite. The Bill Simmons Podcast Podcast. There was there was nothing more to milk out of that cow. I like it.